Are you a team manager struggling to lead your team well? Have you been asked to lead HR, but it's your first time? Or are you an HR pro looking for your tribe? While We Were Working is the show for you. With quick tips and tough topics in 30 minutes or less, the Jumpstart HR team is here for you. So let's get into it. Hey, what's going on? Thank you for tuning in to this edition of While We Were Working. I believe we're on episode nine, and time is really flying by. We're almost at the uh, mark, uh, which is close to 100, which is close to 1,000. So we're going to look back at this episode and say, you know, I remember when. I'm joined by Summer Keytron. Could you go say, hey, Summer? Hi, Joey. Hi, everybody out there. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, and if you're watching live on LinkedIn, why don't you go ahead in the chat, let us know where you're tuning in from. We'd love to uh, chat with you online and uh, get you into the conversation. Um, this week, we're covering two pretty interesting topics. We're essentially going to be talking about the independent workforce and how it expanded sharply in 2021, as well as phishing. Uh, uh, what can HR do? What can employers do? to prevent phishing at work. And if you don't know what we're talking about, we're not talking about uh, deep sea or freshwater phishing. We're talking about um, cybersecurity and the role that we can play to help prevent that at work. So Summer, let's go ahead and kick it off with your high-low buffalo and uh, let people know what, what that means when we talk about high-low buffalo. Absolutely. Well, kicking us off with Hilo Buffalo, it is our weekly recap of something that we loved, maybe something that didn't go so well, and then the Buffalo is really just any random, random thing that we want to share about our world. Of course, it could be you know work or personal, but it's really just a great way to get to know everybody a little bit more. So, I'll go ahead and kick us off uh, with my Hilo Buffalo and. The high of my recent week was just some really big wins with our Jumpstart team. If you followed our show, I think about two episodes back, we talked a little bit about the sharp increase in the tech adoption, and we're seeing the same thing with our clients. So some of the big wins we've had um, have been with tech implementation, and that's a really exciting time, not only for us, but with the companies that we work with. Now, on low, unfortunately, uh, like many, I do have a family member who's recently come down with COVID, but is managing well. So, um, you know, really just trying to focus on taking great care of them. And uh, my buffalo is, and this ties back to an episode we had not uh, not that long ago. Actually, the, the last uh, the last one was when we had discussed the classification of employees. And unfortunately, this is something that uh, some of the clients that we're working with are actually struggling with right now. So uh, we have two internal audits we're about to kick off and we're going to help make sure um, that they're in the clear. Um, very excited to work on that. But enough about me and my world, Joey. Tell me about your high-low buffalo. Yeah, for sure. And um, I don't know, Summer, did we did we just have really good timing on our topics of last week or were those conversations that were bubbling up with, with regard to the audits? 
Well, I think that it's a little bit of both because our Jumpstart team does watch our show and we have, you know, we have these same conversations behind the scenes. And so I think it was a combination of these items were, were currently on the radar, but that uh, after listening to the show, I think it, uh, you know, it, it prompted some further discussions yeah. and that's always a great thing because you know, I, I love to know that we're making a difference, not only for our clients, but I hope that the same thing is happening out there with all of the other small businesses that are listening to. Yeah. And uh, for those of you who are listening and are not customers yet, um, it's better to have an internal audit than to have mm -hmm. one thrust upon you. So uh, work with our team. Obviously, we're getting our reps in and we can help your business. I'll go ahead and talk about my high low buffalo for the week. My high is that uh I'm doing a 21 day fast and it's progressive. So I'm in my second week and I feel really great. Uh, my first week was to cut out fast food and snacks. So basically uh, cutting out like door dashing and ordering from Wendy's and all that stuff. I mean, summer knows whenever we're on our meetings, I'm usually eating something unhealthy, but it's just easy because it's DoorDash. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, and then the next week, which is the week that we're in now, I'm scaling down to uh, veggies only or vegetarian only. And then next week, I'll try to push as long as I can with uh, liquid and smoothies only. But if that if that starts to get a little too crazy, then I'll I'll lean back and add some uh, some solid fruits and veggies. But I feel I feel really good. And you know, part of taking care of yourself is uh, is your health and your mental health. And I think that. Um, it's good to reset, you know, from time to time. So I'm feeling really good about that. Um, my low is that uh, this is going to be a two-parter because uh, Martin Luther King Day was this week. And so um, I was reviewing some footage from when I went to the National Civil Rights Museum a few years ago for a project with uh, Southwest Airlines. And um, a buddy of mine who is no longer here with us, uh, he, he passed away suddenly and uh, unexpectedly. Um, I, we rode in the car together. So I had all this footage of us laughing, joking. And it's just, you know, I really I really miss them. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, we have people that impact us. They don't have to be family, uh, but there are people that we really care about. And so I just had a moment of uh, of joy, just laughing about our, our time together, but um, really just bummed out, you know, that he's not here. And uh, he did some work in the HR space. So I always try to make him proud with the work that we're doing. Um, and then the Buffalo tied it into, again, MLK. Uh, Summer had a, a trivia fact a while ago, so I'm going to drop a trivia fact. But did you know that Martin Luther King's name was not originally Martin Luther King? It was actually Michael King. Uh, his name was Michael King Jr., but his father took a trip to, uh, to Germany and was inspired by uh, Protestant Reformation leader Martin Luther. And so... Uh, not only did the father change his name, but he changed his son's name as well. So it was it was Michael King Sr. and Michael King Jr. And he said, let's, you know, we're five years. In. So MLK was five years old when he got his name changed. And um, so if you didn't know that, uh, drop a comment in the chat or uh, tag us online. But um, interesting, interesting, getting your name changed so late in the game, uh, but clearly, uh, his name is, is memorable and he's done some great things uh, for people all across the world. And uh, there's a huge tie into the work that he does or that he did 
um, and how it relates to, to human resources. Uh, but that's my high low Buffalo. Let's go ahead, kick it into uh, while we were working summer and go ahead and set up this week's article. I'll take it away. And this is our, our weekly look at news and current events in the people leadership space. And this article uh, is about independent U, the independent U.S. workforce um, and how it expanded sharply in 2021. This is one that I think is going to be relevant for all of our listeners. So make sure that you uh, you stick with us as we navigate this topic and then also our very exciting consultants corner at the end. So you want to yeah. go ahead and kick us off on your thoughts about this one? Yeah, so this is a, a really good article. Um, friends at Recruiting Daily posted this one. Uh, we'll go ahead and drop it in the chat so that you can peruse it at your own convenience. Um, but also, really, the main takeaway here, for me at least, is that people are saying yes to themselves uh, as opposed to yes to uh, a place of work. And um, the barrier to entry to become an entrepreneur, consultant, whatever the case may be, um, is, is lower than it's ever been. And if you have internet, you have Wi-Fi, you have expertise, you can go into business for yourself. Uh, mm -hmm. Even government agencies have made it a lot easier to uh, register as a business online. And my personal story, you know, I was I was looking at how the corporate ladder was uh, set up for me and didn't quite want to uh, climb that and get caught in the golden handcuff situation. And I said, I'll start my own firm. And if uh, it didn't work out, I would I would go back and get a job. And uh, mm -hmm. it's, it's been 10 years of a, of a really great ride, uh, great mm -hmm. team members along the way. And um, Personally, I've strived to be an employer of choice that people want to, to be a part of. But this article is saying that people are actually, they're not opting out of the workforce. They're just opting out of the employer-employee relationship. Mm -hmm. And I think, Summer, you have something to say about what that means from a, a retention standpoint, an employee mm -hmm. engagement standpoint. What are your thoughts? Absolutely. It, it was interesting to read this article because I felt like it is so relevant to exactly what I'm seeing. Uh, and when I think about how this ties in to recruitment and retention, it, it really opens my eyes. And it, in having conversations with others, I think the most important takeaway is that now more than ever, Companies need to make sure that they are uh, engaging and that they are retaining their workforce. And when you think about some of the factors that are driving folks out, you know, Joey, you mentioned uh, kind of that corporate ladder and what that looked for you. Others are asking the same questions now. And in this article, they, they do touch on a little bit about um, that those individuals with in-demand skills and credentials are able to charge a premium for their work. So if you can either do the same amount of work or maybe potentially less and earn the same or more, it, it's kind of a no-brainer. So I think companies need to look at their, uh, their salary structures, their benefit packages, their culture, all of these factors that, that drive 
drive uh, not only recruitment, but retention, Joey. Yep, I, I agree. And um, this is a big, big, big thing because I can go back to, um, if we think about systematically over the years, how uh, individuals were reliant upon employers for everything from healthcare to retirement to um, yeah, healthcare, retirement, and, and essentially well-being. Um, mm -hmm. But but systematically, laws have come, uh, creative uh, options have existed, where now we've untethered. Oh oh, uh, life insurance, right? So we've untethered the relationship that you have to have with an employer for life insurance. We've untethered the relationship that you have to have with your employer for healthcare. We've mm -hmm. untethered the relationship that you have to have with your employer. Um, for, for, for retirement and, and, and living, you know, after, after work. And so uh, if, if there isn't a come to Jesus moment for a lack of better and appropriate uh, terms on, on the show, um, it, it's to say, you know, employees don't need you, right? Mm -hmm. it, it, that's the, that's the long and short of it. And mm -hmm. more specifically, good employees don't need you. Um, you you want them and you want them to be around, and so mm -hmm. uh, it, it it should cause you to pause and think to say, "Am mm -hmm. I doing right by my team? Are we creating a great environment? Um, and what would happen if our best person walked away and essentially, you know, became either a competitor or they went off and did their own thing in a totally different space? You know, how would that impact your business? So it's a it's a big employee engagement issue mm -hmm. um, that that companies need to think around and mm -hmm. need to start putting strategies in place to protect their team so that mm -hmm. um, they know they're doing the right things to not only keep their great people, but to continue to attract attract mm -hmm. great new ones. What do you think, Summer? Yes, I think that we're going to see, and, and this is just me looking into my crystal ball, I think that you know, inflation in 2021 rose so sharply, and the article touches a little bit about that being the reason that a lot of the employees are are moonlighting, that they're seeking some sort of independent work to supplement their income. And uh, in the survey, they did mention that actually 73% of employees who have some sort of independent work, uh, that the reason for doing so was supplementing their income. And, and this is where I see this headed, is that if these employees are doing this on the side, they're kind of dipping a toe in the water to see, well, what is this like on a part-time basis? But now they're thinking, well, what would this potentially look like on a full-time basis? And if I can charge a premium and do this on a full-time basis, well, let's see, it's pretty, you know, pretty easy to get a job right now, as opposed to other times in, uh, you know, in the workforce. So, maybe I'm going to try this now. And you know what, if it doesn't work out, kind of like what you said, if it doesn't work out, then I shouldn't have any trouble getting back into the workforce. So I think it's going to really pose a continued threat uh, to retention efforts. And, and I think that companies need to, if they aren't already, start working on it to try to get as far ahead of it as possible. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It is definitely, um, this this is the war for talent. You know, we we, we talked about that uh, saying for years now, um, but this is just another another layer to it. Um, mm -hmm. The fact that it is it is going to be harder to 
to be a mediocre employee and expect a mediocre employer um, and expect that people want to stick around. So um, I think that that is the the crux of what we wanted to talk about. Thirty four percent of or, well, if people choosing to become independent workers surged by record breaking thirty four percent in two thousand twenty one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's jumping from three hundred or sorry, thirty eight point two million in twenty twenty to fifty one point one million during that past year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't even talk about so summer you mentioned uh, people who were doing this part-time mm-hmm. what about the folks who uh are double dipping and you know they're working remotely and they're either carrying two jobs or they're doing or carrying two full-time jobs or they're doing full-time um, job and let's just say they're also a full-time real estate agent or a full-time you know uh insurance salesman or or whatever the case may be it's, it's you know it's not just sampling at the part-time level. It's mm-hmm. also, you know, going all in because mm-hmm. if you know your employer is going to give you 40 hours worth of pay, whether, you know, you're, you're clocking in or not, mm-hmm. then why not go full force into your, into your dreams? But that's a, that's another topic for another show. I think, I think we should, uh, we should go ahead and jump into consultants corner. I think that is actually a really great topic for another show, but we do have a great topic for Consultants Corner. So let's put that one on uh, on our calendar for future discussion. Let's do it. All right, so we'll jump into uh, Consultants Corner, and this is where we get into the, uh, the, the, the ins and outs of what it's like to uh, be a customer of, of Jumpstart and kind of what we're seeing, and uh, people will share uh, their questions with us um, about topics that they think we should cover on our show. And if you have a topic that you wanted to cover in Consultants Corner, go ahead and drop us an email at hello at jumpstart-hr.com. Uh, my assistant Dana is at that inbox, and uh, we'll try to get your question up. Um, on, on, a, on an upcoming show. So if you, you post it, uh, let us know. Um, but this week, we are talking about something that, you know, I don't really see HR test the waters a bit uh, in this area, but we should be doing more of. Um, this isn't a hot topic item on webinars. It's not a hot topic item if you search uh, Twitter feeds and hashtags, but it's an important one and it's a one that's increasing. And that's uh, phishing attempts. Um, mm-hmm. We've got a we got a request in, and someone basically said, uh, "My employee was caught in a phishing scheme using our company email." What do I do? So, so maybe I should uh, back up a bit and um, explain what uh, phishing is uh, for those of you who don't know, and uh, may- maybe googling it. Um, but it's basically an attempt by some nefarious person to uh, either collect payment or collect information about you uh, that could later be used um, and result in damages. So an example might be uh, you, you, you get an email that says, hey, Target's running a sale, but it's from you know XYZ11 at WYZ.com. And uh, so you click on it, they say, hey, we're gonna send you uh, your your gift card. Just put in your social security number, and you're like, well, that's strange. Why would I put in my social security number? But it's a fifty dollar gift card. So what? 
right? Mm -hmm. That's a, that's a phishing attempt. Or um, they happen over text message. Maybe someone says, maybe someone gets a text message that says, uh, your package is on the way. And you're like, well, I didn't order any package. Uh, that's a phishing attempt. Um, mm -hmm. so, so it's happening a lot more. We're seeing it. Personally, I've, I've been um, fished before. It wasn't fun. I had to close down a bank account. Um, so this isn't like preaching from a high horse, right? This is like, hey, any of us could be impacted by this on any given day. Um, but Summer, what are your what are your thoughts on this whole conversation about phishing and possibly getting your your company um, information tied up in it? Mm -hmm. Well, there's so much to talk about here because I think we should share not only our thoughts on how to handle a situation that has already occurred, but some of the best practices and what small businesses can do uh, to set themselves up for the greatest amount of success to avoid them. So perhaps I'll start with my thoughts on what companies can do to uh, per, you know, have the greatest amount of uh, success to avoid these because with small businesses, they, they typically don't have their own IT department. And I, I would say by default, these responsibilities fall on HR. But even when there is an IT team, uh, it's definitely a collaboration. And, and some of the items that we would work on are, for example, creating policies that instruct team members on things such as um, not being able to download anything to their devices. Also examples are um, using password vaults, having a password uh, policy, using things like two-factor. I mean, really the list goes on and on, but where I've been involved in this, um, rolling it out to small businesses is creating training. And that training is not only Part of the new hire process but it's ongoing to really help demonstrate the company's commitment and the importance of these items <clears throat> and there's a company called know before and um, i've worked with them quite a bit on a wide variety of security uh, topics and one of the things maybe you're familiar with this joey but one of the things that i have seen really part of a robust training and and policy is actually testing the effectiveness and i know that not everybody agrees with doing this but i think it's a great way uh, to assess your company's threats in a safe environment and that is teaming up with a company that can actually send out test phishing emails to your team and then providing reports on you know, who clicked on it, who essentially failed the test. And it's not to get anybody in trouble, but to rather identify where those threats exist <clears throat> and where there needs to be additional training. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, training and retraining and mm -hmm. policies and procedures, because uh, the stakes are high. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, Summer, we were talking off, off camera about uh, an organization that's going through a, a major uh, phishing uh, and hacking attempt um, mm -hmm. that, that's, that's crippled them for weeks. Uh, mm -hmm. And so 
it, it, it's a real challenge, uh, both big and small, uh, from a big and small employer perspective. Mm-hmm. So that further emphasizes that we aren't immune and we can all be um, taken advantage of, whether uh, directly um, by way mm-hmm. of opting into something or to your point about uh, the testing of, mm-hmm. um, you know, our passwords not being safe enough mm-hmm. and someone just cracking those, cracking those passwords. So it's a, it's a really big deal. I don't, I don't have the, um, any, any dollar amounts to attach to it. Um, I don't know, like the average cyber threat is costing companies X, Y, Z, although mm-hmm. I'll probably pull that up with a quick Google. Um, but there's a few hits that you have. You have, you know, you've got obviously your data is exposed, mm-hmm. right? Compromised. And then on top of that, you have uh, either the public relations or the personal uh, guilt and like, oh my gosh, what if and what what about when our customers mm-hmm. find out? Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's also federal law now that says uh, if your company was uh, targeted and impacted by a breach, you have to give like credit monitoring software to, mm-hmm. to anyone that's been impacted. So it's a it's a really big deal. The numbers the numbers can add up. That doesn't even include like the ransoms that could uh, mm-hmm. could be out there. So I mean, I'm just a I see everything through through the same color lens. Like HR can either have an answer for or contribute to every challenge that exists at work. And I think mm-hmm. this is a big one that we need to be talking more about. Um, so, so yeah, there's that. And do you have any other thoughts on this one? I do. I, I wanted to make sure that we mentioned that owners, executives, um, specifically finance and HR pros tend to really be a target. And that, of course, those are the same individuals who who there's typically an enormous amount of information on the web for criminals to use. And I wanted to share an example that actually came up across my desk personally to really just show how easy it could be yeah. uh, for us to fall, you know, to fall victim. So it was probably about a month ago, I read email and I saw it on my phone. And it came from a name of an employee at one of our clients uh, whom I know. And the message said, I've been trying to change my direct deposit, but I'm unable to. Um, Can you please do it for me? And on the surface, it seems like, you know, reasonable request. And when I looked at it on my phone, I saw the name. It came from somebody I knew. And so if I was just going to respond to it on my phone, I may not have actually seen the details that I may have otherwise seen if I was looking at my desktop. And what that was is when I went into the email and I clicked on the name and I looked at the domain that the email was actually sent from, it wasn't the domain of the client. Mm, At that point that I knew that somebody was trying to trick me into actually updating the direct deposit so that payroll would go to an unauthorized account. So... That's just one example, you know, but we hear all of the time about individuals receiving a text message, something along the lines of like from the owner, from an HR professional. And it says, hey, I need, you know, I need gift cards for our upcoming holiday event. Can you please go pick them up and, you know, send me the information um, via text so that I can distribute them? So 
Um, those are some pretty common, uh, you know, some pretty common attempts that we see going around right now. But I think the overarching message that I wanted to send before we wrap the show is to really evaluate what your current practices, um, what your policies and what your training looks like. And if you're not currently doing it, you don't want to wait until it's too late. It's really important to get in front of this and make sure that you are creating a culture of honesty where if an employee believes that they may have uh, unintentionally responded to an email or a text that they know it's a safe space to report it because that's really important is to know about the potential threat to you know research and evaluate if any of your systems have been compromised yeah yeah that is uh that is the key is being a safe space um for the employee without shame, guilt, or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, vomit them out. Because um, we're all human, you know, and, mm-hmm. and things happen. And uh, yeah, so so I, I couldn't agree more. Um, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and wrap. Uh, we'll, we'll keep this one under under 30. Uh, but next steps for you, if you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and leave us a five star review on any of the podcast outlets that we're on. Uh, subscribe, follow, tell your friends about it. Uh, we love interacting with you online as well as the comments that we receive. Um, I don't know about you, Summer, but I, I get LinkedIn in, uh, inbox notes saying that I enjoyed the show and so on and so forth. So we love that energy. So keep it coming. And um, if there's a topic you want us to chat about in an upcoming episode, why don't you email us at hello at jumpstart-hr.com. That is where um, my assistant Dana is at, and she'll make sure that we get it up on the show. Uh, but also work out with us, reach out with the, reach out to us if you have a need for uh, an employee engagement strategy as well as a cybersecurity strategy. Um, mm-hmm. We will help put that together for you. Um, we're going to be uh, creating some trainings in those areas. So mm-hmm. we want to see you win and we want to see your employees win too. So this has been While We Were Working. Summer, thanks for another great episode. Thank you. And thanks to our listeners and our viewers this week. We hope to catch you next week and on future episodes. That's right. Till next time. Take care.